Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, good morning, girly. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Had a good week? Yeah, had a busy week. I was out of town all week. Oh, okay, okay. The week finally calmed down for me after all of the moving I've been doing for the past month. So. Oh, yeah. Are you all settled yet? Did you get your the TV squared away? Mm, I still haven't gotten my money back on the one that they destroyed. I'm still dealing with the uh, the actual um, account, uh, merchant account that I paid through. I can't get in touch with them, but I did replace my TV, so that's an ongoing process. But other than that, everything has calmed down a lot. Okay. Yep. So, and this week, the week of the 23rd through the 27th for both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful, I'm telling you, um, it really wasn't much this week on the Young and the Restless to me. I agree. The, really, the only thing that we, you know, finally got resolution to was the Mariah situation. But other yeah. than that, everything yeah. else was kind of slow. Yeah, I mean, it was only two two different things. The whole situation with Ashlyn and whether he was with some older woman and then the rest of the week was about Mariah. Yeah. So, you know, at least we're we not going to have too much to dwell upon on that on this week of Y&R. But before we get started, welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And again, it's for the week of August 23rd through August 27th. Man, this year is flying. We're about to go into the ninth month. It's crazy, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I can hear you now. It was breaking up for a second. No, I was saying that this year is flying by. It is September already. I know. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, okay, so um, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So for Young and the Restless this past week, Kevin traced Mariah's cell phone to Stitch's hotel room. Stitch confessed that he kidnapped Mariah. Stitch disappeared after leading Abby to Mariah who gave birth to a baby boy. Billy learned that Ashlyn had been linked to a wealthy older woman before he met Tara. That's it. You still there? Yeah. I read the recap for this past week. Did you hear it? I heard part of it. I think the last part that I heard was the um, Mariah. And then I said, Billy learned that Ashlyn had been linked to a wealthy older woman before he married Tara. Oh, okay. Yeah. Billy and his little meddling book. <laughs> so where do you, where do you want to start at? Um, let's start with Ashlyn and that situation. I really don't even remember it. <laughs> I know. That, I felt like it was really, it was just a bunch of back and forth between Victor and Billy and Nick all questioning exactly. whether or not how genuine Ashlyn is about Mary and Victoria. 
Yeah, and she got upset. Yeah. And so did Nikki. Nikki kind of yeah. got snippy with Victor about it. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, I was. It, it really didn't stand out to me. They got nowhere with that. All it is is that they raised suspicion about this mystery older woman. And that was it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm trying to think if there was other stuff that... Um came out this week oh uh, there is one thing that uh have victoria questioning things is that those two towers that ashlyn Locke had um, yeah designed now that raised a lot of conversation in social media about why would somebody who is not planning to stick around for a while come up with sketches for two towers right uh, two buildings, I, I should say. Yep. I, I I guess you can look at that a couple of different ways. You can look at it as you've got cancer, your chances of living living aren't the best. So why are you planning all of this? Or they could look at it as he's getting treatment now, so he's optimistic about it, and he's not going to sit around and wait. You know, wait to die. He's just going to continue with his life as if you know, his treatments are going to be successful. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it is definitely suspicious. <laughs> definitely. And I honestly, and we've been saying this for the past, I would say, month or so, but it it looks like to me they're building up on the fact that um, Ashlyn probably ain't going nowhere. Yeah. That's what my guess is as yeah. well. So, but I- I still, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that it's just Ashlyn being positive about his future mm-hmm. and that Billy and Victor and Nick are wrong. Now, there's been a, let's talk about that. I mean, it's to kind of put some meat onto this particular storyline because there's mm-hmm. nothing really else this week. Um, the interesting thing about that is that I've been seeing a lot of comments about it's either going to be Adam or Billy that's going to save the day when it comes to whatever is going to go down with Ashlyn. I don't know. I mean, it's all speculation, but it just doesn't make any sense that they would, when I see writers doing stuff like this and what we're seeing with him being suspicious and everything and now they're coming up. Cause my thing is if this man is going to be gone, just say he, he's in the last few months of his life, what difference would it make for the writers to bring up some older woman from years past that has nothing to do with nothing? Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, so unless they, the only way I could think that they would make that relevant is if he, they're keeping him around. Well, and then attach it to because somebody was saying maybe he's connected to Dina somehow or something. I, girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I just if they're making it to where I, I feel like with how heavily Billy is involved, mm-hmm. this is just roundabout way of them putting Billy and Victoria back together. Okay, because I. He's just way too involved. 
he's had multiple people tell him you need to stay out of this because you and Victoria are not together anymore and his excuse keeps being well she's the father of she's the mother of my children I still care I'll always have her blah 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 and it's like that's understandable but as long as your children aren't being hurt which they're not because they're not even really they haven't even been like involved with Victoria's relationship because they've been staying there. I think I said this last week. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing like this isn't your business. So I would be again, I would be frustrated if I was Lily with the fact that he keeps involving himself um, in this situation and you know showing concern about Victoria's romantic life. Like I get, I get that he cares about her, but mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna have to back off of that. Like you can't always be there to rescue her from her decisions, and that's what he's doing. He keeps meddling and um, you, investigating Ashlyn and trying to find things to um, weaken Victoria's trust in him. And it's I don't know, that's getting on my nerves. Yeah. And I wish Lily would tell him like, look. You either want to be with me or you want to go rescue your ex from all of her decisions. You need to make up your mind because I don't have time for it. And with the more Billy push into that, it makes Victoria double down. Like, see, you're jealous or you're, you know, it's just like this tug of war. She enjoys sticking this in his face. And at Mm -hmm. the same time, Billy loves trying to get in her business and it's just like this whole uh, if y'all want to be together just be together right I mean, before ashlyn came back on the scene remember just earlier this year victoria said that she was still in love with billy right so if if, if you guys are gonna keep playing cat and mouse with each other let lily go let ashlyn go back to new york you got a set of kids figure this stuff out and just get back together and just call it a day. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about it. <clears throat> because when just... when 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 Billy was dating Lily, he enjoyed sticking it into Victoria's face, which is why she was coming for him so hard and you know, showing up at inopportune times and using mm-hmm. the kids to break dates that him and, and Lily had. Now the shoe is on the other foot and he's always at the house. He's trying to figure out what's going on between her and Ashton. It's like, y'all just need to quit playing with each other. Because <laughs> yep. all these, you involving all these other folks in this, the kids that moved out the house. I mean, it's just crazy. And the thing is, this, I had a back and forth conversation on social media earlier this week because and you and I talked about this last week. So there mm-hmm. was somebody had made a post about the fact of whether or not Victoria is being a good mother by how she's doing this whole situation. And somebody had said, you know, you need to take care of your kids and be the mom that you need to be. And that kind of sparked a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. So there was some conversation where folks was like, you can be a mom and a CEO and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and so my response was, I said, the poster is actually responding to the fact that Victoria moved her children out of her house to move a man 
into her house that she barely knows and taking care mm-hmm. of his health. Right. And so, the, you know, one of the posters, yeah, somebody commented and says, what's wrong with her, you know, helping a person that is dying and, and you know, trying to make sure you give him a leaf on life? That's what a good parent does. And I'm like, are you listening to yourself? Yeah, that that, that has nothing. No. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, there is no way, you know. And I think people get so caught up into the whole hysteria of it all but if you bring it home and my kids were younger once okay and there is no way because I think Johnny and Katie is like what three and five or three and six or something like that you they're know, a little older than that. well you know they're under the age of 10. under teen right yeah, and so teen. you know the thing is is that there's no way you don't know this man you right. don't know him and to move this man, I mean, move your children out of their residence. They live there. Mm-hmm. And bringing this man that you're trying to nurse back to health that you barely know, who was technically still married and going through a divorce. Right. I, I just, I don't see the logic in that. <laughs> there isn't any. I mean, that's me. I mean, hey, well, go ahead. What'd you say? I was just going to say there isn't there isn't any logic in that. Like, nobody, I, I can't imagine someone doing that in real life. No, someone I was thinking, Yeah. Someone thinking that it's a good idea to just move a man that you started dating. Like, not even, I, I want to say what, they were dating for a few weeks before she yeah. moved to me? I mean, it was, you talking about whirlwind? Whirlwind. Yeah, now if you're single... And you want to, if not single, if you're, if you don't have kids and maybe something like that happens, okay. But yeah, that's your when decision. you have kids, right? Like you have to take that into consideration. And I don't, that just wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't a, a good decision. <laughs> no, you know, but I'm telling you, that post was that thread after, I mean, people were just seriously going back in support of what she was doing. And I was just like, you know what? It's a it's a moot point. And I mean, people are entitled to what their thoughts, you know, to say what they feel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to look at that, would you actually, for a man you just met, move your kids out of the house and move him in? You yeah. don't know nothing like, and that's what uh, Billy and Nick and Victor is saying is like, you don't really know this dude. Mm-hmm. you know and you bringing him not only into your house but you intertwining the biggest legacy that we have and that's right. why I was having an issue with Nikki because Nikki was like what's wrong with him to just you know let her live her life and I'm like Nikki you do realize that you are sitting you're part of the matriarch of an entire empire if this man has an agenda your whole family legacy is going to be impacted yeah. You know, and I get it. She's looking at this as like, oh, she's happy. Let her be happy. I get it. But when you're dealing with a company as big as Newman, and it's a one thing, as um, Adam called it, what did he call that merger? Albatross or something? No, oh, no. I didn't get that it one. It was a term that he used because it is. That, that, that whole thing is so huge that if 
Ashlyn Locke pulls the biggest coup of the century, Newman could possibly go down in flames. Yeah. Yeah, and I get I get that part of it. Like I understand their concern mm-hmm. about the business. Right. But so I I I I guess Victor and I guess Victor is justified from that angle of it. Oh, absolutely. But Billy is not because his yeah, angle Billy, doesn't no. have anything to do with the business. No. Now, if he was doing something directly to impact her children, mm-hmm. that's one thing, you know. Right. Um, I mean, business-wise, if he does take over the company and leave them penniless, I don't know how the writers are going to, what direction they're going to go. But it could impact all family members involved. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but I don't think Billy should be that involved as much as Nick and Victor should be. Yeah. Because, I mean, Victor built that empire for the past 45 years from the ground up. And to have, you know, this man come in and do something that could damage that legacy. I, you know, and Nikki is trying to tell him basically to just calm down. I'm like, girl, please. I was sitting up there looking when I was watching that episode and she was basically trying to tell Victor, oh, just chill out. I'm like, girl, you ain't going to be saying that when you out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, so, I mean, that's one thing. When you have a big company like that, you have to protect yourself. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But the comments on that section about Victoria and her decision making. Yeah, I mean, you had people on the bandwagon of, oh, Victor and and I I mean, Victor and Nick need to go sit down somewhere. Nobody tells them what to do. She's a woman. She could do this. And I get I see where they're coming from. But at the same time. You don't move your kids out of the house with a dude you only know for a couple weeks. And you're taking and nursing him over raising your own children. I I just, I have an issue with that. Yeah, I do too. And especially being that you don't know this man. You don't know him. Y'all got caught up in, she came in the door with an agenda from the beginning. Realized that she had feelings for him. She went into this. And now she's caught up in this love affair. And it's like, girl, are you thinking? And now this man is showing pictures of two identical buildings. Of course, you're going to be looking crazy. Because Victoria's like, well, what is this? Um, well, that should get you to think something. <laughs> yeah, her, her, her plan seems to be backfiring on her. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, because the way he described it, he wants twin uh, uh, skyscrapers and said that a bold new corporation deserve a new headquarter. We have Newman Tower alongside its brand new twin Lock Tower. And she looking (laughs) like WTF. (laughs) What he's proposing isn't like a terrible thing. but No. You know what I honestly think? Victoria had feelings for this man, but she also realizes that she would be sitting on a, the biggest conglomerate that is ever seen. And for him to start putting in inputs when technically he might not even be here to run it, she's looking like, oh, I got this. You you do you. You know, yeah. and she's, I mean, she has to look at the fact that this man is going to want to say something and have everybody forgotten 
that this man is the ruthless Loch Ness monster. I mean, he has, I mean, I know us, we've talked about the fact that we haven't seen it. We've seen more of Tara being a threat, but maybe they're going to bring out that side of him now. What do you think? Uh, I mean, they may as well. They haven't really shown him do anything uh, ruthless since he's been on the, the show. Right. Honestly. Yep. So, yeah, Nikki is not, yeah, she's not on board with this whole thing, but she's kind of going along get to get get along or whatever, how do you have to say it? But yeah, like she always does. Pretty much. Pretty much. And Lily is like, you know, she's trying to be this she don't like the idea, but then she'll always give Billy the like, okay, I'll let you go ahead and I got your back. And I'm like, girl, you need to say something. Like, look, dude, I understand that you got kids with your ex, but you're doing too much. Yeah, you're in the mix. I mean, are you focused on us or are you consumed with trying to get into her business? Right. So Yeah, I need her to, I need her to to kind of put him in his place about that. Yeah, she needs to bring that conversation. You need to have a conversation and kind of get a little bit more firm about that instead of being like, okay, yeah, well, maybe something does sound suspicious. Yeah, maybe you should check on that. And the reason Billy gives Lily is like, you know, I got to protect my kids. It's like, your kids are in the house with y'all. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? It's not like the kids are in the house with Victoria and Ashlyn. They're with you. Right. And now, it's, I, Go ahead. Saying again, at what, what point do you let Victoria make her own decision for love life? Like, you can't always her choices, so you know what I mean? Are you going to continue mm-hmm. to do this until your children are adults? Mm-hmm. If you feel like she's picked someone um, could possibly hurt her, or I don't know. Yeah, that excuse of I'm doing this for the kids. Yeah, and I mean, granted, if something happens to the mom, you know, the kids are going to be impacted. But Victoria has to be made responsible for her own choices. Right. You can't sit around and run around for the next until them kids get grown chasing after what your ex is doing to make sure that something don't happen. You know. She yep. made that decision to sign up with Ashlyn Locke. So she got to deal with it. Exactly. All right. Did you have anything else on that storyline? <clears throat> no. Okay. There was this other little small section about Sally and Adam, which I'm absolutely mm-hmm. here for. So, was I it, mean, huh? Was that when uh, he was talking her down off the ledge, Phyllis? Yes. Yeah. You know, and Chloe is just not feeling this whole thing. It's like, girl, just we, stop we, it. These are grown folks. Yeah, and she don't even know Sally like that. Mm-mm. So well, why are you so invested in, you know what, it don't even have anything to do with Sally. It's all about because it's Adam. That of she's so invested in making sure that she stays away from him. Here's the crazy thing. I think, just say if it wasn't Sally, because as we saw in the previews next week, he Sally is going to be Adam's date to the to the uh, launch of Newman Media. 
So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that, and I hope they come dressed to the nines. Um, but you know, I mean, it's like Chloe. How, just say he was about to date anybody else in General City. Would you jump in their business? It's like, chill out. Because I guarantee you, if any Adam, any woman Adam tried to date or bring into the office, Chloe would be right there trying to warn them. Right. It's like, when you mind your own business. I mean, and the thing is, they're not above reproach. You tried to kill that man three times. Three times. And she contradicted herself about this because she, when she was talking to, um, or when Lauren was trying to warn her about Sally, mm-hmm. um, she gave this whole big spiel about how, you know, I've I've made mistakes too, and she basically she's in with good company because of the mistakes her and Adam have made in their past, and um, and Chelsea, and how they're just trying to like rebuild their lives. And it's like you say that to her, to Lauren about um, Sally and how you want to give the benefit of the doubt, but yet you're still ragging on Adam. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, and it's like I thought, and the thing is, at one point, um, Chloe had kind of took taking a break from ragging on Adam because she was the one that tried to bring Billy off the ledge. You have yeah. to let it remember a few years back, you have to let it go. You can't let it consume you, blah, blah, blah. And now we're back at this all over again. And I mean, she blames it on the fact of what has happened to Chelsea in the recent past several months or this past year. But those decisions were Chelsea's decisions. You know, she stayed with this man when all that stuff would happen. Kept going back. And she was the one that orchestrated an attempted murder on Ray's life. But then you want to make it look like Adam is always the problem. Right. You know, and it's like, leave that dude alone. And he's, from what we're seeing so far, he's definitely trying to turn his life around. I'm actually glad that the writers are kind of giving us a break from that. Me too. But the thing is, General City residents don't want to give him a break from that. If it wasn't Ray trying to say that he has something to do with Mariah and, you know, Chloe talking down behind his back, you work for the man. I mean, it's like, at what point do y'all get this man the opportunity to just live his life? He not bothering yeah. y'all. He not even, there's no threat to anybody. But y'all keep poking at him. Right. It's like, man, you want the dude to change his life, and then when he look like he's trying to do that, oh, you'll never change. You're going to always be the same person. What? <laughs> man, I don't got better patience than me because I'll be like, look, I, I try to, I'm trying to help you, but you're doing too much with the, the down talking and the constant, you know, negativity. Um, anytime that she's around him, hard to say about him. And it's uh, like, I, I think I'd have to. I'd have to her her little design business. Yeah, I mean, you can't come and listen. Either we're going to work together. I understand you got whatever feelings, but deal with that outside of work. Don't keep coming up in here. Right. Talking crazy, giving me the side eye, and all this old kind of stuff. I mean, ain't nobody don't want to deal with that. He's trying his best to stay above board with you and everybody involved. Let him be. 
<laughs> Let him be. Right. But then on the flip side with this thing with Adam um, is they lock communication employees from New York. They're coming to um, you know, want to work for a Newman Media. They're ready to jump ship. And Victor is like, he was out of bounds. And I'm like, ain't you, are you a trip? Because the thing is, is that if this was anybody else's company, you wouldn't have no problem with that. And like mm-hmm. Adam told him, this is business. <laughs> what do you think about yeah. that? I mean, it's that's those are his kids, though. Like, I could understand why he wants to wants Adam to back off of trying to go after Victoria because it's all again between their family, which I know that him and Victoria don't get along anyway, but if I'm a parent, I'm going to ask the other kid, like one of my kids, can you not go after your sibling? Because you're kind of putting me in a crappy position as a parent um, who also works in Newman Media and there's no need for it. Yeah, well, like Adam told him, yeah, he reached out to him, but he didn't tr- twist anybody's arm. I mean, if these people saying like I don't like being a part of a company that's merging and blah 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 I'm going to look for another job and you going to offer me one it's mm-hmm. up to that person where they whether whether they want to go and I mean <laughs> that's what Adam told him but Adam also told Victor look you was an advisor so I can take your advice or not <laughs> that's true <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that those are his kids Right, I, I want to see but... his kids going after each other. He's, you know what I mean? He's probably tired of the back and forth between the two of them. And he knows that this will do nothing but cause more um, up, you know, upheaval in their family. So yeah. I, I don't blame him. I would I would do the same thing that Victor is doing. Can he stop Adam? He, no, he can't. Can he stop Victoria if Victoria chooses to go after Adam? Nope, he can't do that either. But I would, yeah. as a parent, I'm still going to try to advise you guys not to do it just because of both of you are my kids and I don't want to sit here and watch my kids fight each other even if it is just business it's it's not just business because you guys are family and it's going to spill over into personal lives so say for example somebody from Newman Lock realizes that they don't have nothing to want to do nothing with being a part of this company and they go over there and ask Oh, Newman Media have opportunities. Adam is welcoming anybody to come in. They like, hey, I want to interview and I want to work for you. Is Adam supposed to turn them away because of the fact that um, they worked for Ashlyn Locke's company? Oh no, no, no! If someone is coming to them unsolicited, that's a different story. It, I'm, I was coming from the perspective of Adam going like purposely going after people. At it's been, and trying to bring them over to um, Newman Media. Yeah, well, they said, and then made a good point to to Victor as well, saying, "I'm not the only one that's trying to do that. Chancecom is is trying to do that too. So, are you okay with them going after employees as well? I mean, because that's what Chancecom is in. Lily and Billy aren't his kids." Still, that that's where Victor Victor is coming from the point of those like 
Victoria and Adam are his kids and he I think his main thing is I'm not going to sit here and watch my kids go after each other I think that's I felt like that's where Victor was coming from he could care less about what Lily and um, Billy are doing because he doesn't like that's not his personal life too mm-hmm. well Adam told him to keep his personal feelings out of it and Victor's like okay fine if I keep my personal feelings out of it and keep it business then you keep your feelings out of it as well and mm-hmm. I mean, if they can agree to say, okay, cool. If this ain't nothing personal and these people want to come and work here, if they don't want to work for, you know, um, Newman, Newman Lock, whatever that, whatever Victoria is calling that company, you know, then, mm-hmm. hey, fine. So, I mean, yeah, I, it, it's an interesting situation. I know that you know, like, I, I understand where you're coming from, that they don't want to make them fighting with each other. But, I mean, stuff like this happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens all the time in business. So Between um, families, though? Yeah, I mean, because it's not like they're pulling the CEO or the, or, uh, of the vice president of communications out of Newman to come work from Newman Media. These are people that are based in New York that, um, you know, he reached out and say, hey, I got job opportunities. And these people are interested in coming to work for them. He, it's mm-hmm. not like he's strong arming these folks. These folks are in, interested, according to the what was what was that Tuesday's episode, Monday's mm-hmm. episode They're according to because I'm looking at all of the notes. These are people that are interested in interviewing with our company, Ashley. I mean, uh, Vic Adam said. And okay. so if they're interested, because they, they're not happy with the merger. These people are not that he's talking to are not happy about the company merging. So they want to go to something totally different. And so he's talking to those people to do an interview to have them come work for Newman Media. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, you got Victor looking at this like it's pulling from Victoria when technically it's just a bunch of unhappy people who want to jump ship. And he's like, well, come over here. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, if these people are if, if they are coming to him and he's not going to them trying to pull them away, that's a, I feel like that's a different story. But if he's like actively going over to um, Ashland, what is it? Lot communications, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, targeting people, like how they were trying to do with Chancecom. Yeah, I don't think it was that would be different, right? Yeah. And I don't think I think the Chancecom undermining, yeah, that was definitely a direct attack. Yeah, but this one, that's why they agreed to disagree. Like you know, he told, like I said, according to the notes. You know, keep your personal feelings out of it. It's just business. You know, um, she can't control these people who want to jump ship. And if they want to come over here, so be it. You know, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this all going to turn out. So, yep. Um, did, was that yesterday's episode where uh, Chloe had a conversation with Chelsea? She, I don't, I don't remember seeing oh, that. Chelsea this week. 
Okay, so maybe that's Monday. Okay, because I thought she, there was some conversation. Okay, never mind. I did see Monday's episode. So. Oh, yeah, that must have happened like next week. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, and then there was this other little piece about Phyllis and Jack. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're trying to put them two back together? That's, it sure does seem like the writers are aiming for that. What do you think about that? I don't want to see it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I've all... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you about to say? I was going to say, I've always liked Phyllis with Nick better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I didn't hate when her and Jack were together. I, it was just my preference to see her and Nick together because I just felt like they were a more fun couple. Um, I just wish that they would... I don't know. We said this last week. I just wish they would new for Jack to bring on the show. I just, I don't like it because her and Nick are in such a good place with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they just work together to figure out the, the whole situation with Tara and um, Sally. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I'm just, just bring somebody on for, for Jack. Leave Phyllis and Nick intact. They're a little mm-hmm. bit more spicier to me. Yep. Together. I mean, whether it's Michelle Stafford or Gina Tignoni, I mean, either one of those Phyllises were very spicy with Nick. Yeah. And I, so, they had not gone the route that they did with Tara as far as like um, her getting in the legal trouble and her, you know, trying to manipulate this whole situation with Summer. I mm-hmm. still feel like. Tara and Jack would have been a cute, uh, you know, a a good couple to put together, just because well, of mean, her. She look older, yeah, you know. Yeah, she looks a little older um, than you know the Kyle Summer age range, mm-hmm. and her like her personality is like a very older, mature, kind of calm. Yeah type of personality so I, I don't know I just feel like she would have been good with Jack and I wish they would have went down the road of putting those two together rather than her trying to play you know all these games with Kyle and Summer yeah and now with Michael Miller and Hunter King off the grid I think because technically I maybe they did have a place for you know um Elizabeth Laner Rainer Laner I think that's the name to stick around, but when those two actors and actress, you know, once they decide to leave, that kind of cut that short. But like you said, they could have kept her on. Yeah. And said, yeah, that hey, would have been all the more reason. Right. And put her with Jack. Yep. And maybe they could have worked out something. Or like you said, the last couple weeks, leave her on and then she becomes, just say, Ashlyn and sticks around, you know, he's He's not going to die, and they find this miracle cure. She could be the third wheel in that whole triangle with uh, Victoria and, and him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. nope. she's gone. So yeah, and you see, mm-hmm. you see Sally planting that little seed in Nick's head about uh, Phyllis and Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. They're bonding over their children leaving town. That's what this is about. Yeah. And I, I when, feel like, oh, go ahead, sorry. And then the crazy thing, because I, I said she is just so selfish, but 
when Jack came back from Italy to report back and she's like, well, how they're doing? And he was talking about how happy summer is and she's doing great at her job. Phyllis is like, eh, okay. And I'm like, would you let it go? Yes. Yes. Already. Yeah, that bothered me. Like, why why are you so insistent upon being miserable about this situation? And you want Jack to be miserable too. Yeah, she wasn't happy until Jack broke down and was in the same misery that she was in. Because Jack was trying to move forward. He's trying to stay positive. And then she's like, no, you're not. You feel as bad as I do. And then he broke down and now she's happy about it. And I'm yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't your like poison that. somewhere else. Right. I didn't like that at all. It was, that was... Yeah, I mean... You mean to tell me this girl got a job of the life of a lifetime where she's the I think the head of whatever at Angela Marchetti in Italy Mm -hmm. making money the dream job and you want her in General City working for Lauren really right yeah I need the writers to yeah that is so selfish let that go I need the writers to have her move on from that (laughs) because it's been like. Go ahead. It's been like two weeks, what, two or three weeks now? Two weeks, that maybe. She's been just miserable about this girl and her new job. Yeah, she keeps dragging it along. L- listen, I, and hey, it's like she's annoyed because Nick isn't as upset about this as she is. Exactly. And my thing is, is that, listen, I'm in that same boat. My kid, you know, she don't, she didn't move across the, the globe. But she's still about 700 miles away. And so for for, um, me to say, don't go pursue your career that you spent years in college for just to stay here up under me, how selfish can (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm tired. I feel like the writers have been giving her the same little storyline for the last couple of weeks now just having her you know constantly bringing up how upset she is that her daughter isn't in town anymore and i'm I'm just you know people were saying on social media she don't give that same thought to her son daniel daniel i mean even though daniel's not in a you know he's in georgia but still, you'll never talk about how much you miss him, but you talk about her and she's living her best life. And you wanted her back with Kyle. She's back with Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you got what you it's want. Time to get it's, over it. it's time to get over that. Yeah. And it's not like this is nothing new. You know what I'm saying? I mean, kids move away sometimes. My, my older sister, her daughter lives in Florida and she works with the government. So, I mean... <laughs> it is what it is no, and this is it's not like this is the first time Summer has been away from home either exactly. she, she was living away from Genoa City for a while before so it's like why are they I don't understand why the writer you know what I understand why they're doing it because this is their way of having connect bond that's why yeah that's why they're yeah because wasn't Summer living in Dubai when she was messing with the married man and stole his car and um, I'm not sure. Stuff. She was. I, I thought was she was Dubai. in New York. She was in New York at one point. I think she was just living all over everywhere. Exactly. So it's like, why are you tripping about this now? But like you said, the writers are trying to build a narrative that leads her back to Jack. Yeah. 
but enough with it, writers. It sounds, it make her look crazy. <laughs> right. Very obsessive. And it's exactly. time for her to move on. Hi. And then, like I said, uh-huh. Sally didn't go get that scene into and you know what? This is this is why I have a hard time feeling bad for Sally. Okay. Can, she she can't mind her business. She's doing it again. And not that there's it going on between Jack and Phyllis right now. But when she said what she said to Nick, and then when she saw when she saw Phyllis and Jack in the park, you know how they feel about you. Why don't you just keep walking? Like, what was the point of you stopping and making whatever comments you made, and then you get all pissy about it when you know snaps back at you? Exactly, girl. That whole thing is so crazy. And it's like, girl, just keep it moving. Stop antagonizing these people. Yeah. You know, and then when, when Phyllis finds out, or if she if they make it a thing where she finds out that it's a Nick, then she's going to go, mm-hmm. you know, charging at Sally again. And then Sally is going to play the victim of why won't you just leave me alone? It's like, because you can't keep your nose out of other people's business, Sally. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Girl, please. Okay. Did we cover the only other small thing before we jump into this whole thing with Abby and Mariah and, and Stitch is Faith talking about how she's excited about starting school and Moses mm-hmm. not wanting Devon and um, Nate to call Sophia saying that he's not going to pursue being a doctor and all this kind of stuff. I mean, okay. What did you think? Any you got any thoughts on that? Mm, not really. I mean, we haven't we known that this is what Moses wanted for the last month or so? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm wondering are they going to build up on a storyline where Sophia is going to be pissed off about them not telling her the truth? Because that was her only reason for sending him there. Oh, I thought they, I thought they were going to tell her that he was changing. Did they do it already this week? I don't think they showed it, but they when um, Nate and Moses were all talking about it, it was basically like they came to the agreement that they were going to call her and let her know like what he decided to do and hopefully convince her to allow him to stay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what do you think about I, Darren not telling Faith about Mariah being missing? Um, I I don't understand why she's keeping that from her. I, I'm sure she's doing it because she feels like she's protecting her because she knows mm-hmm. that Faith has had a a rough year. But I I, I feel like she should tell her. Yeah, I or don't. I think told Darren Sharon mishandled this whole thing. I mean, I just in the process of it all. You know what I mean? Because I mean, and a mm-hmm. lot of them did. The only person I think that, and I guess this moves us into that whole storyline, we might as well start tackling it. Yeah. But um, for the past month, month and a half, or whatever, well, this storyline began nine months ago. But for the past uh, month or so, they've been tiptoeing around this whole idea about Mariah needing space, not taking it seriously. And especially Sharon, you need to give her time, you know, and it's just like, 
Yeah. And now she gets to the point where it's like, oh my God. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started again on yeah, that, how they handled this storyline. I, I, just I'm made no sense. They actually close. You know what? I think they were listening because in social media, everybody was complaining about this. It's like, what are you doing with this? Where are we going with this? What you know? What's the end game with this whole thing? Yeah. And I think the writers was like, we got to close this thing up. And out of all of this nonsense, there's still no chance. Yeah. No there's there's still no chance. And even the nation that Stitch gave. Mm-hmm. Just none of it made sense. Nope. Nope. This would have like I. I. That's I don't know. And they, and the they whole time this thing up. That's what yeah. they did. And the whole time that this was happening, Stitch was basically like it was obvious that it was him, and then it ended up being him instead of them switch. You know what I mean? Instead of them making it, well, you guys thought it was Stitch the whole time, but it was actually so and so. Because earlier this week, there was folks saying, okay, I'm convinced it's not Stitch. They actually saw this man sitting in crimson lights, and they was taking pictures. Well, people were doing screenshots, posting on social media. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. the guy that's sitting in the booth, the old guy sitting in the booth, the crimson lights. Had nothing to do with him. And even, to me, even when Stitch was telling this story, I feel like that made, made it even more obvious that it was him because it didn't sound like a plausible story. You like you gonna tell us that weeks later you remember seeing a, a old guy in a store buying the same bars that Mariah liked and something about a notepad. Like that was just too specific to me. Girl, let me tell you what's crazy. The end result to this, because people are like, why did he do this? And this is also um kind of a little tidbit from Monday's episode. He mm-hmm. did it because he wanted to, to, to play the hero. So he kidnapped her in order to also find her and be the hero so Abby could take him back. Right? Yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Nothing. You needed to close up this storyline and so you had him fake a kidnapping where this girl almost had a bad and the other thing is that they pushed the pregnancy now i know they saw our kids and things but she went from being what a couple months pregnant to now i'm due and a healthy baby was born and so people were like oh my god what the heck did they do to this storyline yeah this one was all over the place it was but you know what i'm glad it's over (laughs) yeah well we'll see because look like there's two things that's happening now. Mm-hmm. One of those things is Devon bonding with that baby. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is Mariah bonding with that baby when technically the baby belongs to Chance and Abby. But I'm I'm so, glad the the mystery of where of who Mariah is over. Right. That say. that's over. Yeah. Yeah, that's over. Which is I think great, this would be the more happens? interesting. Well, then what happens to the guy that played Stitch? Is he gone? Because there's no way he's going to be able to come back into this situation. So, writers, would you brought this guy on for, what, a month or two just to close up the storyline? Right. They could have won so many different... I, they, 
They could have just brought Chance back. A Either chance, that or any chance. The, if they the character of Chance back, why not have Stitch come back and him and Abby re their romance? And basically, he replaces Chance as her love interest instead of going yeah, the path that exactly. they Exactly. You know what? You're absolutely right. Because listen, just say he did get he didn't get the head of surgery like Nate did. Just say he got a a job working in a different department at the hospital and then some bad news came back about Chance and you know, and now she got this baby and now he's here. He's got an actual job. He's supporting her, you know, and went a different direction with Mariah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe yeah. Yeah, I, I just yeah, they did a bad job on that storyline. Horrible. And yeah. the crazy thing, and I think that's why Danny Boaz, the guy that was playing Chance, his thoughts on that whole storyline last week were like when we talked about it, he gave the the nausea face emoji. Yeah. Because and I mean, people are saying, you know, oh, why you put that out there? Some people agree with him, but I'm I, I'm like yeah, this whole storyline is trash. It is. It really is. And they and, did a bad job of it. Go ahead. And the 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 whole the whole idea of um divine bonding with the baby, it's like, well, I mean the, the baby's father isn't in the picture. Exactly. So I feel like it, it was gonna be kind of obvious that Devon being there, you know, from the moment that the child is born kind of being there for Abby like he's going to end up bonding with the baby because Chance isn't around right yeah because the baby has no father right now I mean right. a father figure unless Devon steps up as the bio dad yeah and you, we know that they're not going to let her that baby by herself Devon well, is going to Devon is in a whole nother relationship with Amanda. Do you think that they're going to try to put him and Abby together? There, So there were, were moments over the past couple of weeks between her and Devon where I felt like um, it, it almost felt like that maybe they were trying to I don't know, go that direction. Not not hardcore go, go that direction, but it it made me think like, man, I wonder if they'll end up putting those two together. And then I remember but Devon is with Amanda, so I don't mm-hmm. see them doing that right now. I think I'm, maybe further uh-huh. down the line, like in the future, like but I think in the future, that's probably, I feel like that's going to end up happening to where they end up bonding over um, over the, having that child together. Especially yeah. if they're not bringing Chance back anytime soon. I'm wondering, are they going to have a biracial child? This is the other thing that they have to face, too. How the writer is going to present this child as a character on the show. That's going to be interesting. And, like, in what? Well, I mean, because, of course, um, you know, Devon is um, biracial. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Abby. So it's like, I'm wondering, you know, how they're going. I'm just wondering how they're going to do that when the child is revealed. Because obviously the child is healthy. She has a baby now. So how they're going to, I'm just curious on how they're going to handle that. 
like no. how with the appearance of the child. Is Correct. Right? Oh, okay. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that could go. It, it can go many ways. Yeah, because if you look at, um, let's say, Crystal Khalil's children in real life, because I, I don't know for sure if she's biracial in real life, but I think she is. She is. Um, and she's married she's part, to. Um, she part of her family is from India, so. Yeah. I mean, she, not like oh, she Indian, American, not Native American Indian. She's right. on the continent of India. Right. So yeah. is she, so is she part, is she part Indian, part Caucasian? Hold on, I will tell you in a second. She is. Okay, so she's Native American. She is Native American. Native American, oh, okay. African American, European descent, and Pakistani. Okay. So, if you so look she at identif- her kids... She says she identifies as mixed race. If you look at her, her kids in real life, and she's married to... I, I don't know what the nationality or the ethnicity of her husband is, but he appears to be... Maybe he's Caucasian, but he's, he's light as well. A light-skinned person. Or fair skinned mm-hmm. person, and her children to me, her children could pass as could almost pass as and not necessarily mm-hmm. black because she's got really fair skin, and then her husband has really fair skin, even though she's um mixed race, right? So, I maybe they have a, they could have a child on there that doesn't necessarily look mixed race, yeah, because that, um... I mean. Or they could make it a point to make sure that it knows that the child is of mixed race. Yeah, I mean, just because they they brought that up. Yeah, I'm just curious to see how that is going to go. Because, um, yeah, I I understand where you're coming from. Did she get remarried? Because I know that guy that she was married to, Stephen Hensley, Mm -hmm. they got a divorce. Like, and that's who her son is by. Like um, mm-hmm. ten years ago, so I didn't know she got remarried. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know oh. about her getting divorced. Yeah, she got divorced from that guy. Um, yeah, I feel so. like mm-hmm. I feel like that. Um, if if Brighton has anything to to say about the appearance of, he would probably want them to make sure that the child that they use that it's obvious that he's a mixed race child and not um not the appearance of the child being Caucasian. I didn't realize that Michelle Morgan was uh from Trinidad. Oh she is from Canada. Well or you her, just mean her her background, her ethnicity. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yes. Yeah, she's she's Trinidadian, Trin Trinidadian. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That, but anyway, we're getting off subject. I was just wondering, you know, I'm wondering how they're going to address that when they introduce the child. So we'll definitely see. We will definitely yeah. see. Well, I mean, it's not something that they that they didn't talk about because that was right. one of the first things that was brought up when they decided to right the surrogacy and the in vitro and stuff like that with the yeah, bonds. They sure did. They sure did. Um, okay, so 
How did you think that they, you know, I honestly think even though the writing sucked, mm-hmm. I think that um, the actors involved did a good job, though. Yes. So um, I can't think of Mariah's real name. What's her real um, name? What is that girl name? Uh, and I should... I... <laughs> What is her name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Listen, when you said it, it gave me uh, Cameron Grimes. Yes. Okay. I thought she did an an amazing job. Yeah, Um, she had me roll. That girl there, even though she can be real snarky, Cameron Grimes, she she can have you crack it up sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, just think about the fact that she's basically been acting alone in her scenes. Like, it's just been her herself and I I don't know I thought she's done she has done really well over the past few weeks and then especially these last couple of days with her being in labor and stuff like that so I thought now what did you think about um what do you think about the guy that played Stitch did you think he did a good job or yes when he was telling Abby um like Friday Thursday and Friday when him and Abby were talking and um, I I don't know, like he did. I almost felt bad for him because he was talking, you know, talking about how horrible he felt about how they lost the child and how he just wanted to, he wanted to come back and like redeem himself from mm-hmm. that situation. And I don't know, I kind of felt bad for Stitch, not excusing I- what he did because, of course, what he did was horrible. But I don't know, I felt bad for him. Yeah, I think they, I think those, they did, I mean, out of all of them, Cameron Grimes did a great job. Yeah, she did. With that, you know, I mean, and to actually channel that where she was in there talking to herself, talking to the the baby, and she made it look real, even though she had a pad on her stomach, mm-hmm. you know, she made it look really real, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. So, I, I mean, I'm just glad that they're bringing this to a close. Now, they're probably going to go a different direction because um, on Monday, another little tidbit is when Abby is holding that baby, saying, Mommy's here, Mommy's here. You know, Mariah wake, wakes up and like, who are you talking to? <laughs> so- Some of the um, the little summary notes on, the, on one of the it was saying something about how Mariah was kind of side-eyeing Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was, and that's what that was about, because when she was laying up there resting and Abby mm-hmm. is like, Mommy's here, Mommy's here, and Mariah looked at her like, who you, who you talking to? <laughs> Refresh. Is the egg Abby's or is it Mariah's egg? No, it's Abby's. It's Abby's okay. and it's Abby's egg. So that's her bio child. And then okay. of course, uh Devon yeah. is the bio dad. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah, she was just the, the surrogate. Okay. Yeah, she was just the carrier. But yeah, that's that's all Abby's. That's a Newman because Victor is happy and he's a grandpa again. And so we'll see mm-hmm. a lot of that on Monday too. Yep. yep. Um. Let's see what else. 
Uh, I think that's just about it. Did you have anything else that was interesting that sticks out in your mind on that storyline? Um, not anything that was necessarily interesting. We saw finally got her job. <laughs> yeah, that she's been wanting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how that go. But I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just the beginning of something else. I'm looking forward to this launch party next week, though, because Chelsea is not happy about, and it's, and the thing is, and you'll see a little of this on Monday, and I think Chloe kind of put her in her place on this. Mm-hmm. She's talking about, did you hear about what, what Sally did, and blah, 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 and I don't trust her, and she's suspecting. I'm like, you have zero room to talk about nothing. <laughs> that's what Chloe said to her? Well, I'm no, that's what my thoughts was. But um, then she all she kind of brought it up later in Monday's episode to Chelsea, like, look, you know, none of us in this office is above reproach. So she keeps she she keeps saying that and then keeps treating Adam the way she treats him. Yeah, it's only applies to people that she like. So apparently so. Yeah, she don't like Adam. Uh, my thing is, I would. Why? Why are you working for this guy? Yeah, and, and she keeps saying is. that I'm working for him just to make sure Chelsea has a place to, you know, to work. But if you gonna do that, leave that man alone. Right. He ain't bothering you. He he gave you a whole, a whole fashion division to work. You run that, and you still talking crazy to this dude. Yeah. Right, girl. Keep playing. <laughs> and I don't think he'll come after her that way, but you know, he might be like, you know what, you keep he needs to be like, you know what, I understand you might not like me or whatever, but we got a business to run. You decided to work for me. Can you please knock it off? Right. Sarcastic statements. You know. He ain't gotta get crazy, you know, because that's what they want him to do. They want him to get nuts and go crazy. And he's not giving them that. So. Yeah. Alright. Was that it? Did we cover everything? I believe so. Oh, Tracy popped back into town, but when Jack oh, read yeah. a book and all of that. Yeah. I don't know why they brought that up. Something about that? trying to make me feel better. Something, yeah, about Dina's life story that she wrote about or something. Yeah, but Thursday and Friday was all about Mariah, so. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the second half of the show, which is the bold and the beautiful for the week of August 23rd to August 27th. And, okay, so... And this week, for Bold, Eric admitted to Quinn that he had a humiliating condition. Mm-hmm. Brooke and Ridge was stunned by Eric's marital decision, but Quinn defended, I mean, but Eric defended Quinn. Jack and Sheila pressured Finn to let her see Hayes. Steffi exploded on Jack, Finn, and Sheila. I mean, Jack and Finn when she discovered what they've been up to. So we only got two storylines here. Which one you want to take first? Um, Quinn and Eric. 
So this man all this time had eaten. <laughs> Instead of being honest. Exactly. So you, when you was pushing her away and acting shady and not telling her I love you and all of that, it was because you had personal issues going on. You mm-hmm. could have discussed that with your wife a long time ago and maybe this nonsense wouldn't have been happening. But again, it's a soap. They needed drama. All right. You know. Um, now, let me ask you a question. So, mm-hmm. when Quinn was officially back in the house and Carter was in the office with Brooke and Ridge, mm-hmm. do you think he purposely dropped that on them about them getting back together, knowing that they were going to go over there and cause problems? Um, huh? I don't think so. Because I, I had think this he... conversation with somebody else and they were saying the same thing. Because, I mean, Carter is normally, he'll be like, you know, I think you need to talk to your father or so there has been some updates and changes. He he just dropped that bombshell. Quinn and Eric are back together. He yeah, it was sure. kind of a. I I I will say I didn't expect him to tell them that exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think, I don't think that it was a like malicious. I'm gonna ruin their day until you know, Queen type of thing. I think. I mean, I honestly think that he wanted them to go over. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it's just speculation. But the look on his face when they left to run mm-hmm. over to Eric's, that was what I was looking at. I'm like, you did that on purpose. Because normally he doesn't say things like that. Yeah. He's not the gossipy type. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice the look on his face, so. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. I did, however, when he said, because um, they, what did they say? When he told him that, and then they said something, something like "I, I can't shocked or whatever it was," they said, and he was like, "So was Quinn." Mm-hmm. When she heard it, and I thought that they were going to like, I thought they were going to, or, or when did you talk to Quinn or something like that? Exactly, they, just, they didn't they catch blew. that, did they? Yeah, they blew past that, so I guess they didn't. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was shocked by that because I was like, ooh, Carter, you just told on yourself, but they didn't yeah. bring that up. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. What else happened with them? I mean, it wasn't really much just the fact that Quinn said she's going to try to help him through that. And then the whole conversation when Brooke and Ridge ran over there and I'm glad that Quinn told them, you know, look, how you going to talk about me cheating and yes. what y'all did, y'all passed several decades? Come on now. Yeah, I, I was happy that she brought that up as well. Um, and I was also, it was also a little satisfactory to hear Eric tell them to get out. <laughs> yeah, he threw them out. Yep. She like, I, like, you asking us to leave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like I could I could I don't know I could have cared if Eric and Quinn got back together or if they kept them broke but just 
the fact of hearing Eric finally kind of put them in their place when it comes to his personal life was a little satisfying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah, it was nice to see to tell him, you know, I need you to leave. Yeah, and they they were shocked. Yep, especially Brooke. And my thing is, Brooke is always assuming somebody's manipulated by somebody. Yes, like that is her go-to. That's her go-to. Just because uh, you allow men to manipulate you, Brooke, doesn't mean everybody else gets manipulated by. <laughs> I mean, oh, see, Quinn, you, you've you been doing this all the time. And I'm thinking to myself, you really don't want to know what Quinn has been doing all this time. Right. And it ain't been manipulating Eric. Exactly. <laughs> and Eric went to her in the first place. So, and I don't exactly. think that they said that uh, unless I missed no. it. Like, I was I was waiting for Eric to say, Quinn, I, I, I went to Quinn. I haven't, Quinn hasn't tried to contact me. I such amount of weeks or whatever, days. I went to her and asked her to come back. You know, she didn't, she didn't ask me for this. My, my question is, so far, it seems like Quinn is on board with helping him get through that. Because she was like, there's other ways of satisfaction. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But my question is, is it going to be enough for her? Yeah. And I, so I'm hoping with this situation mm-hmm. that they don't make it a thing where she is going back and forth to Carter. I hope because, not. Just because of the fact that like Eric is suffering from this disorder right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think that would be kind of crappy if she is still going behind his back and sleeping with Carter, knowing that he's having this issue. Mm-hmm. So, I hope I'm that... wondering are they bringing some type, you know, CBS is good at bringing awareness to certain things. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is one of them. This is the first time I that I can think of that a soap has talked about eating. Which... Yeah. It's funny because there's been plenty of times where we've talked about um, women who have had issues with like fertility and fertility and giving birth and stuff like that. It's never really, we've never really had, had it from the point of view of either having ED or like with chance um, where he has a low sperm sperm count. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of they're doing this. Yeah, I I just want her to not feel now that she knows what's up and this man truly loves her. Because a lot of folks were saying that maybe Eric is setting her up. But I don't Uh, think now that this whole ED thing has come out, I don't think that's the case. I don't either. So Eric Eric has never been the type to be. or manipulative either. So I no. when people I saw people saying that that they thought maybe he was setting her up like when he first mm-hmm. asked her to come back. Um and I I didn't believe that because that's never the type of character Eric has been. Do you think that Eric is going to break it to Ridge and Brooke on why all this has happened? I think eventually he will. 
Like I, I could see him telling them eventually, maybe not right now, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think it'll end up coming up later on. Yeah, but I think the most satisfying moment watching is when Quinn was like, you talking about me cheating on him and the fact that y'all have been cheating on several of y'all spouses. Yes. <laughs> that was my that favorite was moment great. as well. <laughs> I, was, I was in here watching my television and I was clapping my hand. I'm like, that right there. Yep. And they was looking like, well, yeah, I can't. I guess I can't say they, anything. And I'm like, yeah. Come on. They didn't have a comeback for it because they couldn't nope. say <laughs> I mean, especially most recent history is Bill. Yep. Literally you know, just last even, year, right? Yeah, when she was uh, kissing on um, when she was kissing Bill in the cabin. And then the reaction to that was Ridge running off with Chana. Yep. So, I mean, y'all can't say nothing. <laughs> Right. And how many times did he go back and forth between Taylor and Brooke? It's like, come on. Exactly. At one point, he was uh, messing with Quinn himself. Yep. You know, they didn't get to the sex part, but, you know, the fact that he was about to marry Brooke and you over there locking lips with Quinn. So, I mean, yeah. come on. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, she did them out good on that one yeah oh that was great that part right there was absolutely great <laughs> um did you have anything else with that one um, did you cover everything yeah okay think, yeah. the other part of this uh week's um show was this whole thing with Steffi, finn jack and sheila mm-hmm well, it started off with Sheila blackmailing Jack because he's the bio dad of Finn that and cheated on his wife that in order for her to keep that secret, you got to set up a meeting between me, Finn, and Hayes. Yeah. What do you think about that? Hey, Spencer. <laughs> he's over here losing his mind for no reason. <laughs> now, I bet you once we get off the phone, he get quiet, don't he? Yes, he does. He wants absolutely. He knows exactly what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Go ahead. What do you think about that? I think Jack. That's name right, Jack. Yeah. I think he he just needs to fess up because Mm -hmm. this is not going to be the end of it with Sheila. She's telling them like just just let me hold my grandson one time and then I'll leave you guys alone. She's saying that now, mm-hmm. but if she's willing to use that threat to get what she wants out of that and it worked, mm-hmm. then she's going to use it. To, like she has leverage over him. Yeah. So it, Really, Jack just needs to come clean about his affair with her and that whole situation or he's basically going to be a slave to Sheila and you know what I mean until that secret right. comes out. Until that secret come out. So, but he knows that he can lose his wife. She, he got a lot to lose, and that's the problem yeah. with all of this is that you know you not only got to admit that you are his biological father, but you cheated on me. Yep. With her. Not yeah. with anybody. With Sheila Carter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll probably he he could possibly lose his wife and um. Finn, well, I don't think Finn would stop talking to his dad, but 
I'm sure that Finn would be highly upset and disappointed with him knowing that he's had this secret all these years about well, well, exactly being his father and he liked because him he could have he could have bonded with his dad as being his bio dad but you've been telling him all this time I'm not your father I mean yeah. how you and you talking for however old Finn is supposed to be that's like oh I don't know what almost 30 years so it's like, yeah, you got a lot to lose there. And that's why he's she's like, you know what? Keep my I keep your secret, but you gotta let me see that boy. Yep. Now and, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say and then it also explains this week it explains why she's just now um I guess f- reaching out to Finn because Jack has been keeping her away from him. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know that he's afraid of losing, basically losing his wife and mm-hmm. possibly his son over this secret, but the flip side of that is Finn's marriage is going to, and his family is going to be torn apart because he can't, you know what I mean? Because look what he yeah. look what they did this week. He convinced Finn to allow Sheila to come into their house and to hold their son against Steffi's wishes, and he only did that because of the threat that Sheila um, posed to Jack. Mm-hmm. And if he was just honest about it, then Sheila wouldn't have that leverage over him. So he's basically ruining his son's um, marriage, his son's family, to protect his own secret. Yeah, well, we'll see a lot of that next week because from what I understand, one of the things that dropped is that Steffi is going to kick him out the house. And then the other part of this is uh, Liam is going to jump into him as well about having Sheila come over. And I'm like, and people are like, please don't put Lord. the back in the same orbit. I wondered if they were going to get Liam involved. You in know, I, I'm like, and, okay. You, I understand you need drama for the show. I got it. No, you know. Mm. However, don't don't go back to that triangle. Please don't go back to that triangle. Yeah, there's plenty enough drama that she can have with just dealing with Sheila. <laughs> Liam right. does not you need know, to be involved in this. You know, and the thing is, Kelly wasn't even there, so. And I mean, I, I understand that maybe, oh, you know, this woman, she come to the house and, you know, you put my family in danger. And it's like, Kelly was nowhere to be found. Kelly was on a play date somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And do I honestly think that Sheila is going to harm that child? No, I, I really don't. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, she has a history, but a lot of her history is predicated on the other people that was involved in it, too. Because she keep getting involved with these men, such as Eric, and some of the other guys. I think James was one of them, and you know, and these folks keep bringing this woman back into these lives, and the women that's in their lives are having a problem with that. Uh, I mean, I I would use that logic if all it was was drama between her and the women, but. She didn't shot my grandma. She shot Brooke. She shot her mom. So I totally understand why she wants Sheila nowhere near her well, home. You know what? Then that's why. I mean, 
again, just like what we were saying about Victoria getting involved with Ashlyn, you know nothing about this man. Mm-hmm. Steffi didn't know a lot about Finn either. And I got to also put some accountability on Finn because right before they got married, Finn said, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm adopted. That would allow the opportunity to start digging when you are dating. Have you ever thought about finding out who your birth parents are? Would you like to go? They could have did a whole different storyline with this. But, you know, but now you ended up marrying somebody who has a direct connection to Sheila Carter. I don't think they can be, either her or Finn can be blamed for that. No, what I'm saying is if they had a, took the storyline in a direction where she learned who this man really is because she really didn't know Finn's background or they took the time to create a storyline where he looked for his birth parents and the shocker was, oh my gosh, Sheila Carter is your mother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my thoughts. But um, do you think that, what do you think about that whole thing? Do you think that Finn should have gotten an opportunity to learn his mother or just listen to the Foresters? Because there's mixed opinions in social media. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't think that there's an issue or I, I don't feel like there would have been an issue if Finn had been up front with Steffi and said, I want the opportunity to be able to, to speak to her mm-hmm. um, and get to know her. I think that I think that he should, should if that's what he wanted, like mm-hmm. if he was truly curious about her and he really wanted to get her, her that he should have been up front with her about that and, and you know put his foot down and said this is what I want to do Yeah. what I don't agree with I'll go ahead Finn doing is allowing what happened Friday to happen which is going behind Steffi's back letting Sheila into his home and then letting her hold their son when he knew that Steffi was adamant against it at the very least even if you wanted, even if maybe down the road you felt like she deserved to to be able to meet um, your son, the first thing he should be doing is getting to know her himself before you take that next step and being and being honest with Steffi about it. And I know that the dad just popped up over their house with Sheila, but Finn is a grown man. Tell them to go away. Tell her no. I'm not. I'm not allowing this. You have to get out. And instead of going around in circles with his dad and with Sheila, you know, how they kept asking, just let me see him. Just let me see him. No, get out of my house. And if you're not going to get out, I'm going to call the police. And then we can discuss this at a different time. But you're not just going to pop up at my house unannounced and unexpected and demand to, to hold my child when I know that there is an issue between you and my wife. So I just, he didn't handle, in my opinion, he didn't handle mm-hmm. that well. And Steffi has every right to be pissed off about what she Gotcha. I, I mean, it's, it's a sticky situation. I mean, because I see all sides in this whole thing because um, 
I understand the fact that Finn, because there's a part of Finn that Steffi is not going to be able to control. Steffi is controlling everything else. Mm -hmm. And what he do, how he moves in regards to that. And there's a part of Finn that wants to know this woman and who she is and the fact that this is his mother. Um... The problem with it is who his mother is and the damage that he's caused, I mean, that she's caused to his wife's family. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they can do this because for her to continue to say pretty much is my way or the highway, I don't want you to know or get to know your mom. Stay away from her. And then she turned around and the yesterday's episode, it was supreme disgust when it came to him you know um it's not going because the thing is from what i've seen coming up down the line like i said she's gonna kick him out the house next week and paris is waiting for him um i just think that this could have been i mean the best way to control the situation in this case is that maybe they should have got... I'm, and again, I'm thinking on, I guess, the real-world way versus how they're drumming up this for drama. But if he wants to know his mom, I mean, honestly, he has every right to. He does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has every right to know who this woman is, get to know her, and then make an informed decision about whatever he finds out in regards to her. Um, I don't think it should have been at the house that they live in. Mm -mm. Um, And that whole situation, I guess because Jack figured that if I told him to bring baby Hayes to a neutral place, he wouldn't have showed up. So they basically backed him in a corner, both Sheila and Jack. Mm-hmm. They just showed up at the house, and and then Sheila like, just walks in. Yeah, she just walked in because she was outside. Yeah, and she just walked in the house. You know, um, the reaction on Steffi. What did you? I mean, you feel justified of this everything? The loud talking, the emasculating, the slapping of of, of uh, I call her Sally Dane. Um, the slapping of Sheila. What do you think about all that? I think probably could have kept her hands to herself for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I think, I think she was justified in how upset she was. If I come home and I see the woman who shot my mom standing in my living room holding my child, oh, I'm, I'm gonna be pissed, especially if we've had this conversation assured me that she wasn't going to be in your life or she wasn't going to be in our lives and she wasn't going to have anything to do with our kid and then I I pop up at she is staying in my living room holding my kid well the thing is that she wasn't listening to any of that because there was the other part of them you know Jack stepping up and said look you gotta blame this one on me I brought them he did not want her in the house she came in I mean now granted I will have to give accountability Mm -hmm. to 
um, Finn because he didn't want to put the baby in Sheila's arms. He did that. He went to go get it, get the little boy, mm-hmm. and bring it over to Sheila. Um, but the reasoning was, you know, whether we, we definitely know she's not going anywhere, but the reasoning that they were told was, oh, yeah, if he, if he only want to see the baby one time and I'm out of my out of you guys' life. You know, well, and I doubt that's going to be true. <laughs> right. But um, I don't know. It's it's crazy because there's mixed responses. Some folks is like, he has every right to get to know. That's his mom. You know, that's his son. And at the same time, you got other folks is like, no, this woman done some crazy stuff to Steffi's family. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. I I just... I don't think there's there's no justification that Finn can offer for why what happened happened. Not well, like well. even even with even if Hayes even if he wouldn't even if he had not went and got Hayes and handed her to Sheila and let's say that they were all just standing in the living room, there's still no justification for that. Again, but this is me. this is your home, Finn. You could have forced them to get out of your house and you didn't. You stood there and you allowed her to stand in your house and continue to talk to you knowing that Steffi didn't want her anywhere near her family or in her home. Well, that's, you know what, but that speaks to that other part of him that he, there's a part of him that wants that connection with her. That's why he didn't immediately tell her to kick rocks. You and know, that's where he was wrong. Part of him and oh god dang it. Shit. Uh oh, you okay? Girl, I, I the dog on my tablet slipped out of my hand and hit my um the edge of my sink and cracked the top of it. Oh my goodness. Oh dang. Ugh, I'm gonna have to get a new tablet it soon anyway. I didn't have this one for probably like three, four years, but oh my um. gosh. Okay, but go ahead. Um, I'm just uh, I, I'm just saying that if if his desire is to want to get to know his mom, then he needs to be honest with Steffi about that instead but of instead of telling. Don't wanna, that's the thing, though. Steffi don't want to hear it. She that's, is that's like, on him, though. Yeah, he can. He can say he can say I didn't tell you because you don't want to hear it, but you didn't try to say it. You just allow he allowed Steffi to bulldoze him into saying, "Okay, I won't talk to her. I won't communicate with her." Instead of putting his foot down and saying, "This is what I want to do," and then if Steffi tells him, "Well, I'm not okay with it," then at that point Finn is going to have to make a choice of either leaving his wife because she's not okay with him getting to know his mom or telling Sheila I can't do this because my family is more important and 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 so the way I the way I see it in real life let's say this was happening and let's say your spouse is not okay with you having a relationship with your mom and it's not okay with your children um, or your child getting to know your mother you make the choice of, well, I really want to get to know my mom, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to move out. Looks like we're gonna have to get a divorce because this is something that I really wanna do. And then there comes the the situation of, okay, well what happens with the kids? So then at that point they go to court. They he gets 
he tries to get some type of custody deal where maybe it's 50-50 or whatever. And then there's nothing that Steffi can say about what Finn does with their child on his time. And Finn will be allowed to bring the child. Steffi goes and gets over order against Sheila and and now he can't he can't bring the kid around Sheila. So yeah, I mean there's ways right, that he can go about get it. A she got a restraining order yesterday. Oh, she requested she, that, that they get one, right? Yeah, she requested it that they do it. So uh, my thing is Finn is just gonna have he he's gonna have to make a decision. He's either going to allow Steffi to tell him you can't have a relationship with your mom or if he wants that relationship with his mother bad enough, then he's going to have to leave Steffi and he's picking his mom over his family. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a crappy, I mean, yeah, that's a crappy situation, but I I mean, I don't, I I can't be mad at Steffi for not wanting to be involved in his life. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, like I said, I can see all sides of this thing, him on a relationship, but I can also can see where you said, you know, with that point that you made about the fact that this woman shot your grandmother and your mother at least once, you know what I mean? So she's definitely um, upset about this woman being around in the same space, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I but, feel like what should have happened when Jack showed up with Sheila is before he went and got Hayes, he should have, mm-hmm. and I know that he thought that Steffi was out of town, maybe he thought she was on the plane, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he should he should have said, you know what, I'll agree to let you hold Hayes, but I won't do this until I talk to Steffi first. Exactly. And let her know what's going on. You know what else, too? That also is forcing him to now be dishonest because just say Steffi didn't come home and that whole interaction happened and Sheila left. He would have to keep that secret from Steffi as well. Yep. You know, that, you know, I let this woman up in this house knowing that my wife didn't want her here. Right. I'm, I'm keeping that from her. But... I, now I, you know, I'm curious because he's gonna. I guess when he get kicked out next week, mm-hmm. he's gonna tell that story to Paris, and Paris is gonna jump on his side. Oh Lord! Yep. Which obviously is gonna bring everything that we've been seeing. You know, it's definitely gonna bring them closer together. Yes. So, yeah, girl. I that whole thing. It's just I'm one. I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to unpack this thing with the the paternity part. You know, with Jack being his bio dad, his wife finding out about the affair, mm-hmm. and then of course the Foresters are going to be pissed. Liam is supposed to jump, like I said, he's supposed to jump at Finn on this as well. So, and then they have this whole thing with Hope and Liam, like, oh, I'm glad that we're having a private moment. Mm -hmm. So, without no drama. I mean, they just got off this whole thing with um, 
Um, I think it's a good one. Oh, okay. I yeah, like I I like the story just because it's a different type of drama and it's not they're not recycling something else that we've already been through with Steffi or you know whoever. I just don't want them to put Liam back in the space with Steffi. Yes, I, I don't want that either. And then the other thing is, you know, I was hoping that this thing was going to go well with Finn so that, you know, Steffi would have some some happiness finally, you know what I mean, for a while. Yeah. Without, you know, the, the writer shaking it up. But again, that's soap world, right? Right. So yeah, I was hoping the same thing. Yeah, but we can't get everything we want, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you have anything else on that storyline? No. No. Okay. All right. Okay. So that wraps up our recap for this week of the twenty third of August through the twenty seventh of August. Um, we do have to do our flip the script. Now, what that flip the script is, if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So, what is your flip for this week? Um, my Y&R flip is when Billy was explaining to Lily all of these little um, the little story that he, well, the story that he found out about Ashlyn, mm-hmm. the older lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted Lily to tell him to mind his business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And then. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And then the, oh, the beautiful flip is instead of Finn allowing Sheila to stand in his home and convince him to, to let her hold Hayes to get out uh-uh. yeah, and just let her know like I'm not doing this until I talk to Steffi gotcha okay now my flip um, for the young and the restless is you could have put that whole stitch storyline and throw it out the door I'm just going to make the whole thing because <laughs> that, that it it's nonsense I got to give it to again to the actor you know, to Cameron Grimes, she did a good job at the end of the storyline. But my flip is to get rid of that whole storyline all together. Y'all should have never did this when y'all lost chance or Donnie Boaz figure out something else. And then for both, my flip the script is with Eric. You know, mm-hmm. Eric should have been forthcoming a little bit more about how Quinn got back in the house. It wasn't clear to them. He should have said, no, it was me. I went and pursued her. I went and took my accountability on why, you know, everything went the way it was. Yes, she did cheat on me, but this is all my decision. You know, so either you accept it or not and get out. You know, yeah, yeah, that would have been my, my flip on that. Um, okay. 
So, yeah, I think I gave a few tidbits for next week. Uh, like I said, Steffi is supposed to kick Brian out the house. Paris is waiting for him because she's going to take his side with the whole thing. Um, and then on the Young and the Restless, the uh, the launch of Newman Media mm-hmm. with Adam bringing Sally to the you know to the event. Um, Chelsea's not going to be happy about it. Chelsea's going to make her thoughts known next week about Sally. There, I understand that there's supposed to be something going to go down with Sally and Phyllis next week. Um, and it's supposed to be something that's really eerie, they say, or bad or something. So, I don't know. I, I'm like, y'all need to cut that out. She needs to move on. If she's going to move on with Adam, move on with Adam. And, yeah. you know, these two, summer is long gone. You know, let it go. I know you pissed off. The girl got the job of her dreams, you know. And Sally, you got a job of your own. Get over it. Leave each other alone. Go on your own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I know. And that's the week of the 30th through September 3rd, I think that is. The third next. Third is next Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the week of the 30th through the 3rd of September. Oh, my God. We headed into fall. I know. Crazy. All right. Well, if you don't have any else, any other things um, that you wanted to cover, other than that, thank you guys for joining us again this week. For our recap, we appreciate it each and every week that you guys come back to listen to Keisha and I. We really, really, truly appreciate it. Yes, yes. All right. So until next week, be safe, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless Bold and the Beautiful Long Haul Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.